Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are Locked On Timberwolves, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Timberwolves, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another Locked On Wolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Colt Molesky, joined by Tom Schreier, as always. Tom, how are you doing today? How are you feeling like Kobe Shoe? Uh, I'm feeling like a Kobe Shoe right now, a happy one. Uh, I did. I, I did talk to our engineer real quick. Just some housekeeping items. I know we've gotten a lot of complaints about the uh, audio. It may just be cold, breaking cell tower with those brass pipes. But I did a uh, big shout out to Gary, our engineer. He is. He said he's on it. He's gonna work on some processors and some other things I don't understand. And uh, eventually, we'll be able to handle that very white baritone, Mr. Colton <laughs> I think you gave me a little too much credit, but I'm glad that we have smart guys like that helping us out because I know I would be lost on my own. They actually, we had the episode where I was locked out, couldn't put content up, right. couldn't put written content up. They're the ones who helped me with all that stuff. So some good people working on those things. So I'm sure it'll get worked out when they have those minds on the task. No, we will. So I have a, I have a story to tell the people. And the people deserve this story. So we finish up. We did a show Friday, right? Yeah, so we did a show Friday, a phenomenal show. You should go back and listen to it. And before the show, a thought went through my head. I said, oh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing Christmas game. That seems significant. We do the show. At about 9.30 at night, I text party animal Colton Molesky. Up at all hours. This is how we know I'm becoming a boring individual, and I'm 27. I should not be this boring. But I was in Ham Lake, Minnesota, not far, not far from the hometown of Mr. John Krasinski, the great Minnesota Timberwolves writer. Uh, and we played bags for two and a half hours, which is a long time to play bags. And I did not win enough for the amount of time I played. And then we you played. You should be shooting about fifty percent after after two hours of bags. I, I was just decent. That. I also played it on Saturday. I played so many bags. I, I think I might just be done. Like I, I might be done with bags. Uh, it is a frustrating mental task, <laughs> akin to professional sports. Everyone agrees on that. The doctors do. The pros do. And then I was playing some Mortal Kombat after that, getting whooped by my friend and like two ten-year-old kids. Uh, this is his brother-in-law and his kids. Right. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I, I've been rusty. You know, it's a little like we we talked a lot about pick. We basically talked about pickup instead of talking about the schedule. So I apologize to the entire audience here, but uh, it's kind of like pickup where you get a little rusty. The shots off. This was the same thing for me. Also, if you don't think Mortal Kombat is a cardiovascular activity, I will tell you this: Jay Cutler would not have been able to hang with us. 
Oh boy. This, Whoa. This is That's a, a shot. stand up. He said it. He said it's I, I know this is a basketball podcast, not a football one, but I think people would be familiar. The the good old sports fans out there would be familiar with this line where he said, Thank God I'm a quarterback. I don't need cardiovascular activity, which is ridiculous. He's a professional athlete. But anyways, being t- paid ten million dollars this year. But regardless, I digress. I was playing Mortal Kombat, a very intense version where we were up yelling and screaming. It was way too much action for like nine at night. Uh, but I all of a sudden, and this is how my head works. I was like, yeah, we did not talk. I, I don't know why I was thinking about our podcast. I must be thinking about Lockdown Wolves at all times now. It's like corrupted my my internal hard drive. That's good. That's good. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a committed man, much like Mr. Colton Molesky, who, uh, who is committed to this show, committed to greatness. And... Uh, I was like, I texted Colton, and I was like, yeah, we did not talk about the Christmas game. This is such a long-winded way to tell the story, but <laughs> anyways. And Colton is like, yeah, you should be, like, drinking right now or something. <laughs> I like, I probably should be for many reasons, for many reasons. But party animal Colton Molesky was on top of everything. He's like, we are going to handle this first thing Monday. And here we are. Probably most people will listen Tuesday, but here we are at the beginning of the week. Discussing the Minnesota Timberwolves schedule. Well, I take full responsibility as the new host of Locked on Wolves, but we're going to get it covered today. So on Christmas, they're going to be playing the Los Angeles Lakers, the new and improved Lakers, maybe, maybe with Lonzo Ball and Brooke Lopez joining the team after last season's, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a debacle. They have a new head coach. They got a lot of young talent over there building around maybe the point guard of the future for them and getting some pieces, getting rid of the Mozgov contract. And they're just had a lot of young guys who were getting games on their belt last year coming into this season. I wouldn't say as much hype as the Timberwolves, but plenty of hype around the Lakers as well. So two young teams who are looking for rebound years on Christmas day. What do you think of this matchup? And what do you think it says about the Timberwolves and about expectations for the organization that they're getting a Christmas day game? I'm going to think way too into this. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, absolutely. First of all, this is the NBA. There's, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on behind the scenes, right? Completely. So here, here are my overthought thoughts. First of all, means the wolves are high profile. This is not going to be the Jordan Hill game. He is not on the team anymore. Tom Thibodeau. I don't think we'll just play a random player that didn't play at all last year in the most high, high profile game that the team will play. Having said this, I think it's a good thing for multiple reasons. Showcases the team that's hopefully in a better place. You got to love that it is against the Los Angeles Lakers. Not only are there old timers, and I know there's some old timers listening to this podcast who remember the Minneapolis Lakers, which I, I still think it's hilarious that they took that name. Like Los Angeles is by an ocean and otherwise is a concrete jungle. Like there's no reason that they should be called the Lakers. But you could say the same thing about the Utah Jazz and all these goofy teams that are in the NBA, uh, all these Grizzlies in Memphis. But, uh, no, I think it's a really good thing. They got, they got a good new in Memphis. I'm sure there's a couple of Grizzlies. I'm sure. They, they're on the loose, man. you got to watch <laughs> out for them. Uh, that's the number one concern in Memphis, I heard, is the Grizzlies. But, uh, it, anyways, the uh, yeah, I mean, this, uh, this will be a later game, I believe. Is this a, yeah, a 9.30 game because it's yep. on the West Coast? The only issue I have is that, like, this would just be on in people's houses if it was in the afternoon. Now it's something I'm going to do after, like, I'm stuffed full of food 
from eating way too much, like at my grandpa's house or something. And, uh, you know, so it's not, it was nice. I, do you remember what time it was last year? It was somewhere around three, wasn't it? Or something like that. I believe it was or three or like two thirty. Sometimes they have something like that. Christmas time. Startup it, yeah. And it, games. and it was nice as someone who, you know, I, I grew up here, watched the Marbury Garnett wolves, as, as I've said on the podcast, but as you become media, even Cole Molesky with the, those bright eyes and the cheery attitude, eventually become that grizzled, hardcore, which is the number one descriptor I've heard of myself. Uh, you become that hardcore media member that's not quite the fan you once were. I will say this. I still like being an ambassador for the league. I really think it's in a different place than it was a few years ago, that it's uh, really, really well run, that it has the best commissioner in pro sports. And that really, if the Wolves are winning, it's something that Minnesota could be proud of, that this team uh, really could turn it around almost instantly. Um, it's got a lot of fun characters and just really dynamic people. We've talked about this before, but Tibbs, the, the nut job coach, you know, who's kind of the super genius behind the or not behind the scenes because he's front facing, but also pulling the strings with the roster. Uh, you know, you have Wiggins. I call him the assassin. He's silent, but he'll go and get you. And, uh, you know, Towns who's affable, lovable, you know, late night, built for late night. And then you're going to have, we're, we're going to learn a lot more about Jimmy Butler and Jeff Teague and, and all these new Taj Gibbs and all these new characters that are coming in. So I think it's a good thing. I just wish it was at a different time. Um, and, and I think that's my conclusion there. High profile team, good to be in LA, great place to showcase yourself still. Um, and it's fun that the Minnesota Timberwolves have a Christmas day game. Well, and too. This Christmas Day is just going to be a lot of fun top to bottom. You've got the 76ers and Knicks at noon. And so either that's going to be a solid game or it's going to be a bad game and you're just opening up presents during that. So either way. But then Cavaliers, Warriors, Wizards, Celtics, Rockets, Thunder, and then obviously Timberwolves, Lakers are the lineup one after the other for the rest of the day. That's going to be a great basketball day. Just if. If you're trying to get away from the family, get a little spare time to yourself, throw in a game. There's going to be, there's not going to be a bad game on all evening into the night. And I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty encouraging that the Wolves were on there. Just even, even if it has nothing to do with them being better, if you're a casual NBA fan who is really only into your team, I still think even at that late time, I still think people are up a little later. People are celebrating oh, a little yeah. later because oh, yeah. they slept in that day. And so I think you, at some point, catch a little bit of the Wolves game. And if you haven't heard about the Wolves or are a casual NBA fan who doesn't really watch too many teams other than their own, I think this is one of those situations where you probably pay attention to the Wolves a little bit afterwards because I have no doubt that they're going to light it up because I think they're going to light it up most games this season. And so I think that builds a little of the hype into the, into the second half of the season for them just as an organization and maybe what people think they can do in the ways they think they can make later on in the season. No, I, I completely agree. I, I think they should be, it should be an exciting brand of basketball. This team went from a league pass team because of Ricky Rubio. Uh, and I know you're a hater, but people, people did love seeing the wizardry. And, and it's funny that this has kind of been a league pass team. And then when Wiggins and Towns came to town, you know, this team, became a must-see for people around the NBA. Hopefully they're at a point where people are watching because they're curious about one of the best team, teams in the West. The other thing is this should be a reminder to the Minnesota Timberwolves that the Lakers, I think, will be better 
quicker than people think. They're in a premier market. They, you know, players want to play there. There's all the history. LeBron's probably heading there. Who knows? I could see Paul George and, and Westbrook, you know, somehow sneaking in there too. Um, for sure, George. And I think this team with, with the Lonzo bar, balls and all that LeVar brings there too, they're going to garner a lot of attention. I think they're going to be good really quick. And so the Wolves should not get complacent. They, The target obviously is Golden State, but it's also going to be a lot of teams in the West that may not be relevant right now, but will be in the near future. Well, look at the, looking at the, the bigger scope of the entire season, 25 featured games for the Timberwolves throughout the entire regular season. And if you're looking at the first month here of their of their season, they kick off with San Antonio. And then in the in October, they're playing San Antonio, Oklahoma City twice. Uh, they play Detroit. If you believe me, then that's going to be a little bit of a tougher game than people think. And they finish out the month at Miami. So I think we're going to see really early on, not only are we going to have a couple of couple of high-profile games for this team, but we're also going to see how quickly they can gel because that's that's not an easy stretch the first month. I know the NBA season is long, but right off the bat, you're you're playing some 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 teams that you're going to potentially see in the playoffs again, and so they're they're getting a little bit of a, a bump, I think, schedule-wise. I think with how many fe- featured games and how many primetime games they have, they're, they're getting a little bit of a bump. I think there's a lot of people high up in the NBA system that thinks this team is going to make some waves and wants them to be pushed more to the forefront of kind of the NBA knowledge just as far as how many fans, how many casual fans know about them. Up there with the Warriors, the Cavaliers, uh, the Chicago, there's tons of fans in Chicago all over the place. So I think we see... And maybe I'm reading too far into this, but I think we see the Timberwolves slowly building up hype that's more real, that's not just a bunch of fans excited about it. Am I wrong or am I right? I, I would say you're right. Now, one person who may think you're right would be your fellow Mankato. Now you're an alum. I guess you're currently in school. Tim Fakeless. What's up? <laughs> we, uh, we, we have an invasion. Again, this is completely unplanned. We're crashing this again. We- Hi, Colton. <laughs> Hey, this is the guy that can crash anytime, though, I would say. Thanks, man. Zach Bennett, a non, a non-Mankato man. Oh, never he's mind. been there before. Zach, get on the he's mic gotten here. drunk in Mankato with me before. He's, already, he's gone through the ringer. <laughs> he's, he's had the trials through fire. And then, uh, and oh, then yeah. introduce your guest here. Our what? Your guest. Uh, David Naylor, Candace Hoopus. The prof, uh, the prof, the prof, prof Cedar oh on Twitter. <laughs> the hype, the, the hype. He is drove so through right. Mankato to get here a week ago. Yeah, he's two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Do you go no headphones in studio? Oh god, you, you won't be able to, to hear Colton. No, you don't have to. He, but he won't be able to hear Colton if he doesn't. Colton. Well, you're gonna want you're gonna want headphones then. Colton. Oh really? That's oh man, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. himself up. He's I, got that Mankato swag. Colton, man. like no Kato Colton swag. Colton, dude. Colton. <laughs> yeah. I hate to hijack your show like this. I don't. I love this. <laughs> I love that you guys showed up. <laughs> I at least wanted to go on the record and apologize. But now that it's been hijacked. What a can, gentleman. What a gentleman. Do, can, now that it's been hijacked, can, can we really talk about headphones? And are they necessary in studio? It, it, with, with guests or with uh, sound from the computer, As yes. someone who watches the sound bars, 
You don't give a fuck if anybody's wearing headphones. You don't no, even no, need no, to wear no, But no, Colton's but, on the phone. We need to be yeah, able to hear him. He's literally in Mankato. You can see your sound through the levels on your computer. But you, you can't, re- but you can't how respond. Is, how do you not understand this? You have to understand what he's saying to respond to it. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, I know I'm you normally sure, don't listen. I'm pretty sure you're going to want headphones. Like, I'm pretty sure you're going to want headphones. Like, right now, what Colton's saying, right now, right now, what Colton's saying, Tom, could, Tom could see that Colton is talking. Yes. He could not respond accordingly without being able to hear him on the headphones. So, no, I mean, you could hear it through the headphones okay. without oh, them on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a moron. Colton, <laughs> you're, you're doing this through the phone. Yes, so the phone is the whole... <laughs> It's the whole. It's a great operation. We got this is this days. is gonna be magnificent live. <laughs> that just I love Colton. Colton, here's the here's the this thing. episode is now called everyone explains telephones. To no, Zach. here's the thing. Anybody who's actually been a loyal li- anybody who's been a loyal listener to this show is just going. This is why Zach Bennett used to do the program. <laughs> So if you guys will excuse me, I sorry. No, Colton, if you excuse me, I got carte blanche a little here. It'll give me a couple <laughs> minutes. You know what I'm saying? Oh God! So I'm we, just saying, in studio, you're recording a pod. You're no guests on the phone. Yes, you don't. Need you them. don't need headphones. That I agree. It's a common with. studio misconception. That's the no whole. guests. No guests on the phone. Then then you don't need headphones. But do but, you wear them? Do you wear them I, still? I do, but that may be I used habitual. to never wear them. I started to wear them because I like to hear whether or not I sound awful. You like to hear the sound of your own voice. I, 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 I yes. hate wearing them You're... for exactly the opposite reason. I hate listening to the sound then of take voice. Most, you most can, people uh, don't. No, I can't. can't. I have to listen yeah. to Colton. Did you not, forget? In theory, <laughs> in theory, Tom could turn the sound of Colton up on the speakers in the studio, and you wouldn't But wouldn't it. that re- But I'm not I didn't enter it. I didn't enter that realm. I mean, I'm not a producer. I'm just I'm just a Colton, that's all you, man. That's the one real conversation I wanted to have on a... I went... When I'm in studio with people, I still throw them on one ear. Just See? because I've been watching yeah. too one much ear, one Empire. Common. It's becoming common. I, I've been watching too much Empire. I feel like I'm an N- MC when I have them on <laughs> no, one ear. No, like it's it's a convenient way to listen to sound, man. Like you get it on both levels so you understand it. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyways, Absolutely. We, we were talking about the schedule. Oh, basketball. Hey, hey, here's my take. Yes. It's a schedule. I know. I, this is probably the best take on this. Uh, however, we were saying they have a Christmas Day game. You guys are all cool with that? Sure. Okay, well, it, it's at nine thirty at night. That's the only problem. I'll be it's up. In LA. Yeah, I think most. That's Does, what Colton is saying. Most people are, will. Are, can that? Can I nap during it? Still, like, what's the plan? Yeah, yeah that's second you're, and third. You're quarter. gonna nap at nine thirty. That's the thing. Is like, okay, that's could, just going never to mind. Bed. I forgot who you were. My nap. bad. That's, that's going to bed. Oh, but with Christmas Christmas Day though, right? You get the you get the big dinner early afternoon, and then you get the nap in, so you're up late. Is what I'm saying because you, you hey, get you this get is why he's a professor. It's on the road still, right? Yes. Yeah, it's then in LA. I just it's so like meh to me, I guess. I I want to see the Lakers get smashed by uh, the Wolves. I will enjoy that experience yeah, immensely if yeah, it happens. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'll watch on Thanksgiving. It's just not a big fucking <laughs> What about Christmas? Because that's when the game God, is. Or Christmas, game. Christmas. <laughs> Do they play on Thanksgiving again? Uh let me look. Is you that know? even a thing anymore? Is it worth I, talking about? Like Oh no, they didn't they played the day before Thanksgiving last year, actually. I remember this old NBA tradition that doesn't exist anymore. The Pacers would host a Thanksgiving Day game every year for like twenty years. How weird. The Pacers. Well, they, Who gave them that? Well, they were more relevant. The Pacers can't even ho- host Paul George anymore, so. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. 
nail, uh, where's the nailed it icon? Nailed it. Real, real quick, it. if you do want to get into the stadium, be one of the first to see the renovated Target Center October 20th against the Jazz is the first game. Hashtag the return. The the return. As tweeted by Ricky Rubio himself. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted that? He tweeted hashtag the return. Can like that happened a couple hours ago. That that is amazing. So it went from the return of LeBron James, possibly the best basketball player in the world over a 14-year stretch, to now we have Ricky Rubio, the return to Minneapolis. But that's a big. That's, by the way, this by is the way, Timberwolves no, we're talking I need to about. Point this this out. is a big deal. Remember the return of Mike Miller when Flip got all mad about that. That was a very <laughs> that was a very facetious. Oh yeah, the Spurs would never do the that. The Spurs yeah. would never do that. That was a very actually facetious move, but yes. progressive move from anything that the digital media team had done at that. What time. site is it? What site is it that does the social digital media rankings every year? Deadspin. Yeah, they do it every year. The Wolves Any are always towards the bottom. Those, that the shot them up. At the bottom. I, yeah. I have a question. I have a question for the studio. Uh-huh. I have a question for the studio. Because it's Ricky Rubio returning to Minneapolis, will he miss like most of the shots he took in Minneapolis? No, he will. Dom- you know he'll dominate. Every player that was a Wolf at any point, Trey if, Burke comes back and if, dominates. If he does, it's not an accurate like. It's if he does, it's not an accurate. It's it's not directly. Connect, that stat will not be directly connected to his overall performance in the game and that he's so much better. As he shot like, well at the end of last times? year. If anything, it's an extension of how who he ended last give, season. I think as Wolves, pe- Wolves people just said, who gives a shit? This guy's awesome. I don't care if he doesn't shoot well. Oh, by the way, People you are will talking, go regardless. I, in, in, in an effort for complete transparency, the man on the phone here, one of your fellow Mankato men, is a Rubio hater. Oh, I'm shocked. Straight at that. up hater. Oh, however, could I have guessed? He caught, <laughs> yeah, those are hard to spot. Well, no, but how, I, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna drop a, a young man type. How how old are you, Colton? I'm 21. Yep. Whippersnapper. Yep. Oh, right. Kids these days. <laughs> sorry, I like my I like my point guards to hit open shots. I'm sorry. I oh my god. Really hey. That I've got to expect of people. Ricky Rubio's never crazy, hit an open shot, right? bro. Never, Crazy. he's never. I mean, that's fine, but I'm assuming that most people that you have ahead of him it's do fun. pretty much everything w- worse than I, Ricky Rubio does it. How many like, times? Literally, like literally every other really? aspect of basketball, it's with the exception of you know your obvious, your Chris Pauls, your it's 2017, your Westbrooks. I'd like to bring the conversation back to Colton's original question, Dude. which I believe in Col- itself is, is a he going to miss a bunch of shots when no, he comes no, no, no. back? Hey, it's it's, a, it's an extension of the haterism, and it's, I won't have it. It's a, it's a, no, par- I just, I just it's a paradox because Colton, Colton's point is that Ricky did not have the greatest field goal percentage during his time in Minnesota. What? That is a stat. You can look it up on Basketball Reference. This is the thing. But as Tom brought up, every single minute former Minnesota Timberwolf walks in and kills it. Derek yes, Williams, yes. who was awful, yes. always shows up yes. and scores 20 points a game. No matter who he plays for, no matter how bad the team are, he always shows up and kills the Wolves. Pick if pick Kevin Garnett Trey, didn't Trey, even play. Trey Burke. Like, Trey Burke. Trey Burke isn't a former Wolf. No, the Wolf. He's a former Wolf like Brandon Roy is a former Wolf. wolf. He's not a former Wolf. I bet Brandon Roy did well against the Wolves. That's because he was good. (laughs) The Wolves never struggled as, like, like Rubio was never the, like, there were, like, Five. Rubio is always part of this, this conversation five, five, again. Five. Yeah, no, it's like how many. If we're podcasting with a Wolves analyst and he doesn't like Rubio because he can't shoot, uh, we have to have this discussion. So I'm so tired of this discussion. So if you're tired, <laughs> I do August, have a, I have a hard hitting. Talk about. 
I have a hard-hitting question for David Naylor here. Didn't Colton rank Whiteside above Towns and Centers? <laughs> Where's the hang-up button? I'm going to have to talk to the superintendent for, about for getting your stuff. For the record, for I year, didn't... If I'm drafting for one year just this year... Oh, yeah, no! Yeah, I took Whiteside. I took the defense. I'm sorry. He's a fundamental. Fundamental Shot blocking does not equal good defense. We no, but... We ain't mad at you. you. We just disagree. Yeah, he didn't season. play defense. Every did... center that they played against did really great because there was not very much defense in the paint. I said Whiteside's it. defense looked a lot better than that. It's not just the block. I said it all the time on the podcast we're doing now that Carl Anthony Towns was a horrific defender. That is a fact. 100%. the entire 100%. season last year. You can't get better. And I'm if still not picking him years, over Whiteside. It's not. Yeah, there's no way. Definitely take Towns over the next five years. But if I'm just – the entire premise of the entire – top 10 from point guards to centers was that I was drafting a team for one year and these are the guys that I'm ranking if I'm taking in a draft for just one year, no contracts in the mix. I'm not, so I'm not White, taking into consideration. Whiteside does enough without the ability to hit an open shot for him to compensate <laughs> in other areas on defense. Uh, Interesting. On and he averaged ever- 17 points a game. He's hitting something. Yeah. yeah and dunks. what do you do in the playoffs, man? Like, <laughs> Come on, like Towns is the best shooter on the Wolves, and I would yeah, I would also yeah. throw out that Whiteside is just I think he's just generally an overrated I defender see where in go- general. Yeah, I, see I don't think he's a very like he's a okay defender. He's not a good defender. Towns is a bad defender. There's no question about that. I don't understand how I differ. Towns is great offensively. Also, Towns might be better. Whiteside in the isn't year great in the at anything. Well, yeah, but that, I think that's Colton's point though. Is he might be better in two years, but for the one year, that is definitely his point. That's. If you're I, taking I think that, Whiteside, I think that's though, a much why more... aren't you taking DeAndre Jordan? Like, that, is there that much of a gap mm, between those two? Because DeAndre I, Jordan can't hit a free throw in the fourth quarter, and that kills But he's him. also a better defender no than matter, Whiteside. He's a much no better defender than Whiteside. At, I no don't even care. <laughs> you're at, you have to hit free throws in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, you're a liability. Sure. And but, Hassan Whiteside hit free throws. He wasn't that's fair. tremendous, but he, hit, he had a better free throw percentage than a lot of the centers on that list. And so that combined with he has enough on offense to keep him on the court and his defense is a lot better than a lot of the centers who do score a lot of buckets made him my number two center for a year. For sure. For sure. And and let's not forget the whole positionless basketball era that we're living in. So we're not taking into account that you could have somebody at the four who could block shots. You know, in theory, somebody like a Serge Ibaka and Carl Anthony right. Towns. Wait, did you say anybody who can protect the rim? Whiteside was number two. Did I hear that right? No, 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 no. Was number two on the list? I yeah, number one was yeah. Anthony Davis. Where? Oh, Dave. No, number no, no. Anthony Davis is a. Uh, He's a four. He's a four. Actually. Oh, yeah. that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Marcus Cousins. At like, where did you have Mark Gasol? Just curious. Mark Gasol. I'd have to pull up the list. I write just so much content for this website. It's He's just pumping out. He's a machine, dude. Machine. So that's fair. I'm just the the whole premise of the argument is like, you know, we we got here via the Ricky Rubio conversation, right? And I'm just that's, well, I'm just thinking of Gasol now because we're just all speaking now. Yeah, it was an interesting. I think you can interesting parallel yeah, yeah, because, yeah. and I understand that the point guard position requires so much more than you know. You, they're really apples and oranges. The defensive four or five versus the distributing point guard, but. For the way the Wolves have been built, Rubio's never been the problem. And in fact, he's been part of the solution every year. He's been and it's team. you know, look at the look at the metrics that back it up. Despite his poor shooting, that's the, the so 
That's the crux of the whole deal. That's yep. how we got That's it. what everyone always comes back to. Real quick, really important non-Rubio question for the group. There are non-Rubio Tom questions Fryer's that exist? Changing the topic. I'm changing so. the topic. It was getting too heated. It's not getting heated. heated. That wasn't heated at all. I'm joking. Although I did, I did threaten to get him expelled, Colton expelled from Mankato. Conflicting opinions have never yielded any positive results ever. Do you see the students that my college takes in? Oh, oh man, (laughs) I lived with some of them for a while. It's his college now. You hear that? Here's the deal. It's all right. I got papers. I don't need to worry. You can have it. You can have (laughs) it. It's yours. I've got papers. I've been calling it Glenn Taylor University for about a year and a half. So when that starts to stick, I will like to take Man, the basketball arena that's named after him is real nice. I'll say that. Oh, and there's just Timberwolves, you know, Mm. stuff flying around. It's nice. I don't know. What's your question? I have this question. I've been dying. It's it's bursting inside. So... Naylor here is wearing a sweet hat with the old alternate logo, right? I I assume they won't use it this year. And then an Iowa Wolves t-shirt. Hot take. Oh, God. I've already made the take. You know I, made it, I made it. Are you going to say that that's ago. a better logo? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think Iowa most Wolves, people agree with you. The Iowa Wolves energy logo is way better. Yes, I agree. I, I said energy, and that's not even the team, but I'll, I always kind of yes. want to call them the Iowa energy. Yeah, I Col- agree. Colton, where Wolves, do you stand on this controversial topic? The Wolves. Yeah, the you Iowa know the Wolves is better I'm just than the mad about the Fitbit logo on the Wolves jersey. Oh my god, the Wolves jerseys are bad, right? Why? We agree on this. No, I, I kind of like them. Do you hate ads? No, it's not the ad. Colton. Give your, First give of your all, the entire take. jersey looks like a college jersey. Are you kidding yeah. me? The new ones? Like yes. the new yeah. jerseys? Yeah. Oh, I admit they're, yeah, they're, go on, Colton, I'll wait. Come on, let's be professional about this. Yeah, you, let's you not go. be. Let's not look like a college team. Let's get the advertisements off the jersey because oh. it's not just a Fitbit. You you have the Nike Swish that wasn't on a bunch of the jerseys before. Are we a soccer they team? Come on, this jerseys. is Spain. Let's go. Let's be professional. Colton, let's get Colton. all that junk off there, all that clutter. Let's stop looking so cheap, and let's try to run an organization that's going to win some basketball games. Okay. Every other country in the world has ads on some sort of their team. Yeah, well, you know and the WNBA. The ads are coming, Colton. Yeah, they're and coming for literally every sport. Literally every sport. To the nail. You're, and it's nonstop. He's that's, a communist. He's a it's communist. It's just not my gripe. I just don't care about the way the but, jerseys look. But I don't seriously, know. They, I like, you know what? If I'm going to have to watch all the games and cover all the Timberwolves action, I'm going to be caring about the jerseys too. You say that like it's a job, and I could totally back that up. <laughs> yeah, it so, is a job. So, this okay. is my full-time thing now. I'm caring about everything Timberwolves. I like it. Cool. So That said, that said if – Let's just say, for example, that in two years, Fitbit is the main logo on the jersey and the Wolves logo is in the top left, like, shoulder area, a la soccer. You will stop caring about that in a month is my prediction. Oh. Oh, or no. Or mo- most people will you, stop caring about it. You estimate how much I care about the little <laughs> He's thing. a communist. Uh, communist. Fair, fair enough. How fair I would put everything else in my life on hold to try and fix these problems. Okay, so here's you underestimate how, how much I have to do and how how much homework I get at school. It, oh, no, I remember, I it, get it. it. Are you in journalism or what are you in? Mass media. Or mass media. I'm sorry, that's what they call it. This okay, is, Ellen Merge is fantastic. If you haven't had it, okay. So okay, yeah. here's here's the thing. No, it's oh, go you. Ahead. Shut up. All no, right, my turn. <laughs> the I think that. If we've seen, I think all of the new jerseys for this year, and I, I think, think you're right. I think that the Fitbit advertisement part of it is less um, aggressive than some of the other ad placements. So I like that's I can live with that. My thing is the random. I matter. I know you don't care. They're so coming. Your, so 
It doesn't matter what any of us think. Yeah. Let, right. let David Over. make his point. Let David make his point. But what is what is sports media about if we're not complaining about something? You know that's true. I uh, here's can I file can I file? No, my you have to let me actually make right, my I'll point wait, first. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stupid looking horizontal bar. Horizontal oh, bars never look nope. good on sports uniforms ever in any way. It doesn't serve a purpose. It doesn't do anything. It it provides more clutter than any of the advertisements on the jersey. Yeah, it's not there for any reason. I hate it. That's my point. <laughs> That's a fair point as well. Uh, totally. And I don't even, like, I don't care about the entire cosmetics of it all because it's a fairly simple uniform. And I've told both of you dudes this takes before. Yeah. Because, you know, we drank at a bar together. What? <laughs> the Wolves, they're so, they're, I mean, they're so meat and tomatoes. They they just didn't take a risk. And my stance was I'd rather have something like the Hawks, Lime, Red and black jerseys. Let him make his point. 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 I would rather have the most hideous jerseys in the NBA knowing that the Wolves went to do something unique and not to actually do what they did. Because what they did was fine, but they don't ever go for it. Like when's the last when's the last time you've ever seen the Wolves actually Go for it in a cosmetic way like that. And Shirts it's just, versus skins. It's just, I think this is the way the wolf should go. Shirts versus skins. I don't understand what you mean. They don't that. have a jersey. Oh, <laughs> that, that would be amazing. You got you got a Silv's number. Call him up, dude. Like what the hell? I'll call Butler and he'll. he'll He's like, he, me. you know what his rebuttal is? Well, are the players getting tattoos of advertisements on their skins? <laughs> Because if, if they are, then I'm down as fuck, says you, Adam Silver. If you get traded to the team, you have to get your number tatted on your back. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little Mike Tyson like Fitbit tattoo on your cheek. And just put an extra every time that they get traded. So they have a bunch. If you got traded a bunch of times, they have a bunch of numbers on their back. <laughs> and it's just the most recent one in line. They, they don't tat you at that point. They just brand you with some sort of mark, <laughs> with some sort of mark like you were cattle or something. Oh. This is my. This is a I bad think idea. we have an idea here. <laughs> this is we're, we're this is this is fantastic content. I don't okay, but as far as the jerseys go, here's my They're opinion. Great. They're, They're fine. Fine. They're yeah, fine. I know that's a lukewarm take, but like, uh, a the logos don't bother me. In fact. I have a feeling that in five to ten years, it's going to be the primary logo, a la the WNBA Let's soccer, whatever Iowa else. Wolves Probably jerseys. eventually. The... <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to love the Iowa Wolves jerseys better. But uh, it's just so good. Dude. The NFL is going to have it. Major League Baseball is going to have it. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I understand why it bothers you, Colton. It doesn't bother me as far as just the overall design of the jerseys. I think they're okay. I like. I'm not blown away by them. I'm not super excited about the change, but they're just as good as the last ones. The I guess. The court's gonna change too, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know what they should have done? We're gonna have to have opinions about the court. They should yes. have gone back to the old logo of the wolf snarling, and then just every single time they play a different team, have the the mascot of that team that they're playing that day in the mouth of the wolf. It's like. <laughs> I mean that is a two, that is a sports my, franchise my count, logo in 2017. My, no, that, my I mean, count, you could pull it off. It's my, like an ever revolving and, gif. And to Colton's point, exactly. it's, it's progressive 
so I'm almost for it my based on that alone. My counterpoint is that— And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That's, I'm going with that. Putting a son in a wolf's mouth does not go well for the wolf. That's all I'm saying. That, real quick thing. The, or a rocket, probably. You underestimate dog slobber, man. They got I, clean mouths. This, this has already been done. The Carolina Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars entered the NFL in the same year. What sport is that? That is football. But this Which is, football? Uh, That's this the one is, that everyone likes or the one that only America likes? Only America oh, likes. All right. Uh, oh, it, the the tongue of the panther or the jaguar is the color of the panther, and it's because the jaguar supposedly ate the panther. That's huh. I yeah, and that's a fun thing to think about because they both made their respective conference championships that one year. Yeah, Mark Brunel and no, yeah. I, I actually enjoyed that. The hefty lefty, but that's not no. I'm done. So. <laughs> All right, Colton, wrap this up. It's gotten out of hand. We got wolves wired next. Do we, do we have to do it now? I think this, like, this... How long did you guys record before we showed 15 up? 15 minutes. You oh. guys got the last half. I said sorry right away when we, I joined the mics. I had no, no apologies. You the continue. mic for, like, two minutes, and then you apologized. Oh. <laughs> do it what was wired. Right. So, so now I got to put a bow on all this, huh? Yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's uh, have, have fun, fun with that. Well, <laughs> at this point, the people listening are loyal as hell, dude. That's true. That's true. Well, this has been the Locked On Wolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hijacked by a bunch of hooligans, marauding as analysts for the NBA. Kowalski, your host, as always, signing off on another Locked On Wolves podcast. You are Locked On Timberwolves, your daily Minnesota Timberwolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Rush into Old Navy today for this can't-miss one-day deal. 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Get the workout wear you need at a huge 50% off one day only today. Hurry in or miss out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1020, select styles only, excludes in-store clearance.